Hi y'all. Let's sit around the kitchen table and talk metaphysics. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical AF. I'm your host, Maggie Wilson, and today I've got a very special episode for you. Today, we're talking with comedian Mike Glazer. You may remember Mike from a few years ago when he went viral for getting high and meeting a sloth, and it was like the funniest thing on the internet for a very long time. Now, Mike is regularly doing stand-up, creating incredible Taco Bell videos that are going viral all over Instagram, and sneaking out of the Exorcist movie to sneak into the Eras Tour movie. So you're going to love this episode. It is full of gems, full of just hilarious moments, and f so many what the fuck? Wow, aha moments as well. So thank you so much for being here and enjoy this episode with Mike Glazer and has a mixtape coming out in March. Life Rules Volume 1 is coming soon. And if you're listening to this on Friday, grab your tickets for the Comedy Store and for Mike's incredible after party, Glazer's after party, Saturday, 10.30 p.m. at the Comedy Store. Now, Mike does this incredible show where he brings on different comedians, he hands out things, he gives out stuff, and it is is incredible. So make sure if you're in Los Angeles that you get your tickets and you come and support Mike and let him know that you're there because of the Metaphysical AF podcast. Enjoy this episode and be sure to remember you have abilities that you may not even be aware of and sometimes they can really surprise you and you may not even know that you're a wizard or a witch and let's get to it. What up, what up? But hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm so good. What's happening with you? Not much. I just creeped on your Instagram and saw your freaking Taco Bell video. <laughs> oh my God. One second. I'm getting some coffee. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah, no, no worry. That's great. You got to have the caffeine for the day. You're drinking coffee at 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Do you have a show uh, tonight? Do you know that caffeine stays in your body for 12 hours? <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. yeah, that's why, I mean, I'm the same way. I just drank a yerba mate and haven't finished it yet. So by the time you drink, like by the time you drink it, it takes 12 hours for it to get like fully out of your system. So that's why, you know, people drink coffee to stay awake. So I was like, do you have a show tonight that you have to be up late for? Wow, that is fascinating. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but still, I'm still drinking coffee. Even if it's before four, I'll still drink it. <laughs> oh, that's a good rule. Right? I, I I didn't know that. So I've never thought about not doing it all, all the time. That's crazy. But of course. Uh, totally. I had a friend the other day, we were in Joshua Tree and he works at TomTom, Tom, the like the the Tom Tom, you know the fucking Vanderpump Rules. Uh, one of you the don't think I'm watching the new season? Come on now. Oh, oh then you know Brett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Brett then. So, um, Brett, me and Brett went to Joshua Tree a couple weeks ago to see my friend, and it was like one in the morning, and we had eaten mushrooms, and we're all just like chilling now, and I hear the crack of the can, and I was like, you are not about to drink a yerba mate at one in the morning. And he was like, I'm thirsty. And I was like, that's 150 milligrams of caffeine. And he was like, 
oh by this time he had drank half the can and he was up for like four more hours and he was like he's he's kind of like a little he's not kind of he's a total medium and he like sees weird shit and he was like there was a lady outside of the house knocking on the door telling us that we shouldn't be there and I was like you you have to stop (laughs) I was like like, now you're freaking me out (laughs) wow wow that's wild that's like is is that the mushrooms or the caffeine (laughs) yeah I mean, for me, it would also be both because I've always thought that uh, caffeine will make the mushrooms kick in quicker somehow. Oh. And maybe true, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just, maybe I don't know science, you know? I think that's where we just start to like legitimize things like, oh yeah, this is absolutely going to help because I think it's going to. And then maybe the placebo of it actually does. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're so right. Like where does manifestation begin and end? Right, right. Yeah. because it's like if I can like have the intention of these mushrooms kicking in quicker then maybe I feel them before they actually have and uh that's great or oh my god I'm just you know I'm I'm full of nonsense and it's uh and that's the mushroom gonna work when it works that's the mushroom (laughs) kicking in yeah exactly there we go Oh my gosh. I love it. That's such a, like, that's such a good way to look at it. So, well, speaking on that, I mean, usually this is, this is how my podcast goes all the time is I really like it to be conversational and like, we're just chatting and you just said like, where does manifestation, manifestation start and begin? So did quick question, did you like manifest your comedy career? Like, was that something you had a dream of doing? And then things started to fall into place because I actually am going to put this out before Saturday so that people can know that you have a show on Saturday. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Come to the show Saturday night, February 17th, 1030 at the comedy store. I hand out a bunch of weed. I hand out a bunch of mushrooms. It's called Glazer's After Party and uh, we turn up and the lineup is great and it's a lot of fun. So thank you. You know what? Like I, I've grown so much as a comedian I recorded my first little mixtape that I'll drop in March on YouTube. Stop. Um, and I recorded it last March. And within that, this past year, I finally feel like I have grown as a comedian. And I think a big part of that is changing all of my thinking to invite the idea of manifestation into my life in a way that I can see working and I can see helping me bloom into the person I want to become because before this past year I've always been of the mind that like all you got to do is work hard and Mm. if you work hard play hard good things come but I forgot the part about like hanging out and making friends and having fun because I grew up in sports and in sports it's so black and white if you do your job and you win the game then you're the best And that's just not how life works. So I've really had to incorporate a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of intentionality, a little bit of saying the things I want out loud to myself every single day so that I can put myself on the right path. Yeah, yeah. here. I'm trying. I'm trying. So you're doing great. It makes me so happy to hear that because I swear, like it's it's all about the mindset. And so many people think that manifestation is just some like woo-woo spiritual metaphysical bullshit. But it's like, no, you literally started commanding your space, commanding what you wanted, being like, 
if you're going to show shit to me, show it to me in clear terms that I can understand so I know what the fuck to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, my New Year's resolution this year was to be more unreasonable. And I love that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think we can all be a little more unreasonable for ourselves. I and <laughs> I love that. And that means putting myself out there. That means like saying my goals out loud to myself in the shower every single day with conviction and commitment and then going out and pursuing them and putting like my best energy towards them and hopefully that energy returning. And uh, and manifestation has opened up so much. I think I was just pretty thick skulled for my whole life. Mm -hmm. And when you said the word woo woo, that's exactly how I felt like judgment yeah. all yeah. the fucking judgment without trying, which is the worst kind of judgment in my opinion. So, yeah. That's, that's our cynical. Like we all have, I like to say we all have this like cynical chakra that it wants to second guess everything. Our logical mind is like, no, that's not how it works or no, that's not the program we've been running. Uh, so I say our cynical chakra <laughs> loves to come in and be like, well, even if you write that down, it's still not going to change anything, you know, just because you're writing it down. But you said that you you do these affirmations in the shower, like that is next level of like, that's the level of like, okay, you can write something down and hopefully it'll manifest. But when you get in the water and yeah. because the water has memory, like, you know, how fucking Olaf told us this shit in Frozen, but Dr. Like Masuri Emoto told us a long time ago that the water can like form and change what's to what is said to it. So the fact that you're saying your affirmations and like you're speaking in the first person of like, this is what I want. The water is carrying your intention. Wow. I didn't yeah. know any of that. It just <laughs> felt like the safest place for me to get pumped up and, you know, say you're, things without judgment. You're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know it. <laughs> That's incredible. You know it and you're just intuitively doing these things, which is propelling you forward, which is just freaking amazing because I personally think that because like, I mean, Brandon's the same way. It's it's running on that analytical mind that we've been taught to run with for, you know, society and our parents teach us this like work hard and you'll get good things. And if you win the game, like you're the best, but then you're like, well, what if I did this? Well, I'm just going to try this and see what, you know, and you're, you're literally listening to your intuition and being like, okay, well, we'll see if this works. And then you do have fun and you vibrate on that higher frequency where all that shit you want to attract, you want to attract just starts coming to you because you don't have any reason to believe that it's not going to. Wow. That's so, so rewarding to hear. That's so cool. <laughs> I love well, cause like you make me think of like, you were talking about like your um, chakras and having like a cynical chakra. I truly do feel like you made me picture my own chakras mm -hmm. and how there was almost like a Tupperware lid over them <laughs> where like you'd burp the Tupperware lid every so often and a little bit of that chakra would get out to keep it fresh. Right. But what if you just took the lid off and let it fully expand? Oh, literally like that, like literally that. Okay. Well, Mike, you're the new host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, wait, let me ask you a real, a real question about that. Like, yeah. um, when you, because I've, I've tried to study a little bit about manifestation, and I, I could use a little bit of help because sometimes 
I'll say like, I will do this. And other times I've heard you should say it present tense as if it's already happening. And other times I've heard, write it down and say it out loud. Like, do you have kind of not necessarily rules, but some guidance that you seem like it would work? Yeah. So honestly, this is something that I, I don't want to say I struggle with it, but this is something that kind of molds and moves with the way I manifest too, because used to, I would, I wasn't putting it in the present tense. I was like, this is going to happen. I know it's going to happen. This is what I want. And then this year, instead of writing new year's resolutions, I wrote out in the present tense, like all I made like goal pillars. And I was like, okay, for my career, for my finances, this is what I want. So when I wrote the goals down, I then wrote those goals in the present tense. Like I am known and respected for my knowledge and wisdom. I am blah, blah, blah. You know, I do have $10,000 in my savings account or what, you know, whatever the number is. But I learned that if you get super hyper-specific, and you do write it, like, I believe you can write it or say it because the whole point is to bring it from this like ethereal realm of like, oh, all this stuff is in my head to the actual physical realm, which means you either say it, you write it, or you bring it to, you know, you, you bring it, you give it some kind of physical, like, you know, form. And that can be, that can be you saying it, or that can be you writing it, or that can just be, you know, you going into like deep meditation and, creating that energetic experience that feels like that because your brain doesn't know the difference in an event that you actually have and an event you imagine. So if you imagined that you were on stage at the comedy store right now and you have all of these people coming and all these people and maybe somebody special comes in that you didn't know was going to show up, your brain doesn't know that that actually didn't happen. So that's the trick in being like, oh, I can literally manifest anything if I put myself into an emotional state that makes me feel so like overjoyed and enlightened. And so like, oh my God, I can't contain this energy in my body because I just got that thing that I wanted. Then your brain is like, oh, well, then we don't have any choice. Like it's, it's already here. It's already happened. And that's what I think is like the, for me, I think it's all about experience, but that's an experience that I've seen work that I was like, okay, wow. That like within a day, something happened. And I was like, oh shit, how do I keep doing this? Like, <laughs> like oh, that worked. How do I keep doing that? Wow. So present tense. Present tense. Um, completely like, you know, uh, yeah. Like, you know, literally it can be something as simple as like somebody discovered my video from four months ago and it went viral and now it has 10 million views. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, sure, that can happen. Of course that can happen. Like, you know, especially with social media, but in the realm of manifestation, really anything is possible if you can think of it or dream of it. And I'm very much one that's like, you have your dreams for a reason. Like my mom was like, if you have a dream, don't let somebody tell you that you can't do that shit because you have it for a reason. Like it was given to you. It was put in your head for a reason. So like the manifestations that we want to happen there's no reason that they can't happen because we, we have our desires and our wants, you know, they come from somewhere that, you know, so I think that when you write it in the present tense and you put it into this way of like, I'm not disconnected from this thing, you, you attract it better. You're not like distancing yourself from it. Like, Oh, I want to be a millionaire. Let's just throw that out there. You know, I want to be a millionaire. Um, you know, your, your body doesn't feel right when you say, 
I am a millionaire because if you're fucking not, you're like, this sucks. I'm not a millionaire. It doesn't even feel good to say this. But if you write it down, like I'm getting more money every day and I'm on my way to making a million in three months, like that is more of a tangible thing for your brain to really latch onto than just like, I'm going to be a millionaire. The universe really wants us to be super clear and it only knows how to say yes. So it doesn't say no to us. It literally is just like, yep, that's right. Whatever you're thinking, that's right. Let me show you more of that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, life is hard. And it's like, okay, you think life is hard. Well, let me bring you some more things that solidify that thought. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> So right when you're like, life is so fun and things can be easy and all these things come to me and I don't have to try. And, you know, people are always like, oh, how did you do that? It happened so fast. And how could you do that? That's impossible. You're like, it's not impossible because I literally believed and had unfathomable faith that it was going to happen because I believe in myself. And I know that I'm the catalyst to making these things happen in my world because that like you know, nobody else is in charge of, you know, nobody else is in charge of your career or you emailing someone back or you reaching out to someone to be like, Hey, I want to do this show. And I want you to be a part of it. You're the action step. You're, you know, you're the catalyst of the manifestation and simply even just having the thought and being like, yeah, I think I want to manifest that. That's the first step. Like you've already started when you're like, I think I want to blank. I love that. You make me wonder. Okay, I'll say it this way. So, you know, I, you had mentioned like my my Taco Bell reel on Instagram getting 10 million views. Um, I on TikTok, at, on my TikTok at Glazer Jokes that morning, I just put a TikTok out there that was like, yo, manifestation works. It's working. It's happening. Manifestation works. And I was just walking. I was on my morning walk and I made it and I threw it up. Didn't think anything of it. Cut to that afternoon. And I'm making all these Taco Bell reels because I love Taco Bell and it's the oh, most. Yeah. And next thing you know, like, you know, I'm on Barstool Sports and Phineas, Billy Eilish's brother is resharing my Taco Bell thing. And like, and it's very easy to think that these are separate things. And right. I just make one thing in the morning and one thing in the afternoon, but I'd rather come from the approach of power and confidence yes. and say that me putting, even, even putting a manifestation, you know, celebration on social media solidified that day as a day of like good things happening and putting my yeah. best self there. And there's no reason not to believe that. So right. I, I really agree with you. I agree. I think that that's like so beneficial to have a mindset like that. And it, it's not something that we've been really taught to do. Like, that's not what our mindset is taught like at all. Like the program, I always say we're like computers. Like we all have programs. Some of us are running Mac. Some of us are running PC, but we've all got these old fucking file folders, just old shit. That I mean, some like, of us are a Game Boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like an Atari. Like, like, yeah, some of us be an Atari most of the time. <laughs> for real. That's like the majority of like the, the yeah, when you see stuff on the internet, you're like, oh my God, are people dumb? It's like, yeah, they're they're running that Atari program. <laughs> they, they have an upgraded to even a fucking Nintendo DS. Um. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, a little abacus brained mother. <laughs> Right. So you said you do like journal every day or you said you take a morning walk. So that's really good is um, anytime I feel like stagnant or I feel like 
things aren't moving, I just, I know, like, just get outside and go walk. And things always seem to like come in, you know, I, I feel like I love walking meditations. Those are my favorite. And it's literally just like, meditation means to become familiar with. So anytime you're doing something that you're actually becoming familiar with yourself, including comedy, that's meditation. Mm, Cause you're so, absorbing. Exactly. Cause you're becoming more familiar with yourself and what you like and how you function and what works for you. So that's the whole point of meditation is to be, to become more familiar with the self. So that's why I, I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit down. I can't shut up for like, I can't shut up. Like I cannot talk. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, you know, I'll go for a walk and that seems to always like move stuff into place. Is, is it kind of like that for you or do you like to journal or like, what's your gratitude practice? Oh, wow. Well, I've never been asked that. So I'm not sure I have a clear answer because I've never thought of it, but maybe I can, maybe I can say some stuff and then you can just say yes. Um, I bet you're already doing it. Like <laughs> I guarantee you're already doing it, especially after you said you're like affirmation in the shower thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just spend 12 hours a day in the shower. And... <laughs> Getting ready for your comedy drag show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like, I love a long walk. I do them as much as possible. Headphones in with no sound because it just helps me dial my brain in to have something in my ears, but nothing playing. And uh, and then I can just kind of like float my consciousness around. And that's when my best stand-up bits bubble up, like fully, fully formed. Or I can solve a problem or I can think about how I want to approach an email or a friend. And those long walks, I think there's something about continually moving forward, being outside, and also distracting parts of my body and mind that allows the other parts that are kind of not always present to bubble up and give me a lot better understanding and a lot better ideas. Um, I only really journal after therapy or after a couple of other things. Like I have a, I have an ongoing doc called I Wonder because that's what my mm -hmm. therapist uses with me. He mm -hmm. he's like. He's always like, his leading questions are always, I wonder if, and I love that. And yeah. so there's a lot of times when I'll crack that baby open and just dump, you know, ideas in it or things about myself or things I'm struggling with under the um, kind of headline of, I wonder if, and that kind of gives me permission to be uh, critical or happy or dig yeah. deep, which is nice. That's amazing. Has anybody ever told you that you might be psychic or that you have some kind of like empathic abilities because what you just said about walking and basically getting downloads for your comedy and like just how things come to you as you're in motion um it sounds like you're channeling oh interesting that's interesting because yeah my dad has told me multiple times like you have a gift you just don't know what to do with it and I didn't know what he meant and then there have been a lot of times when I've had like really strong premonitions like I remember a car accident I got in and the light before it my whole body went weird and I pictured the whole accident and I felt it and then at the next light a truck slammed into me and I slammed into the car in front of me and it happened and um those have been pretty consistent in my life but wow. you know I don't know how to hone that stuff I don't know what it means or what it do I it just kind of like happens when it happens and um and so yeah I don't I don't know That's but it's so interesting awesome. you say that 
Yeah. That's incredible. See, I knew. So yeah, you're like fucking Gandalf the Grey over here. We're, we're <laughs> like, no, you're Radagast. You're the guy who's the mushroom wizard for sure. Um, Ooh, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, but the guy, the wizard that Gandalf meets in the woods, he's like covered in mushrooms. He's got a bird nest in his head. He's all very like natural. Um, that's like the picture that just popped into my head because that is super rare. Like not a lot of people who even have these abilities or know that they have these abilities get visuals. They, like you said, you got like a physical sensation. You also got a visual and then it actually happened like moments later. So honestly, like what you're doing is the best way to like keep honing that skill. Like, you know, going for walks, having nothing in your, you know, having no music around and just like listening to things that come in because you've basically, you're basically communicating to the, like to whatever is out there that like you are able to receive and then you're able to either utilize that information or uh, what's the word, not convert, but like translate the information into into something that you know is either going to like not be good or be helpful. So, I mean, when you told me that car accident thing, I just got like chills all over my body. Cause like the fact that you felt it and then you saw it and then it happened. I've, I mean, I do that in like the, the dream. Like I only do that if I'm asleep. So I'll say things like, did this mm. happen? Or did I dream this? Because my dreams are just like waking life. They're very, visual and visceral and very just like I wake up and I'm like oh my god that was oh I had so much anxiety in that dream and I still feel it type shit yeah I wonder I mean that's really oh I just love that so much how your dad says you know it so he probably he I don't know I think that there's something there like generationally because these things get passed down from like the people in our in our ancestry that like it wasn't a it wasn't taboo for them to be that person in the community. Um, it was just normal for there to be somebody who like, oh, we're going to go to see Aunt Jenny and she's going to talk to us about like, you know, this person or that person because she just knows this shit. Now it's more like, you know, now there's more of a like stigma against people who, who are psychic or medium or whatever, because it's just like, oh, they're a scammer. And it's like, most of the time they're, they're seeing shit that only affects them. They don't know how to deal with it or what it even means. Or, you know, they see one thing, like you saw the car wreck happen. And then you're like, oh fuck, is this going to keep happening? Like now I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to see shit. That's bad. That's going to happen. Um, but did your intuition or anything tell you like, should I turn or were you just like, that's weird. And then kept going. Yeah. I, I, it caught me so off guard and I felt so, um, like I left and came, I don't even know how to describe the, <gasps> the visual cool. feeling, but yeah. And so by the time I had like gotten to the next light, I, I do remember looking in my rear view mirror at the red light and then just seeing the car not stop behind me. And I was like, oh. that's, that's it. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I could describe more, but it was so, yeah, I don't know. It was intense. I'll tell you like one kind of childhood thing that might, might be interesting then since yeah. I haven't thought about this in a really long time or even in this context. So thank you. Um, oh God, I love this so much. <laughs> I was a, I was a, a roller hockey goalie for like the first 25 years of my life. 
And um, I, I won a gold medal in the Pan Am Games, trained at Olympic training centers. I was like the best roller hockey goalie in the country. Yeah. Um, but growing up, uh, I would I learned very early um, before super important games, I would take time and I would close my eyes and I would visualize the whole game before playing it. And I knew the team we were playing. I would visualize saves that I was going to make. And I would, I would, um, I would, I would have like these strong, strong visualizations of it and try and get myself into a mode where I had already played the game so that when I showed up for it, like everything was already decided and I was just going through the motions. And so many times there would be a save that I remember picturing. And then I would make that glove save out of nowhere or I would dive across the net with my stick and knock the puck out of the open net. And that would happen so much that I was like, well, this is now a part of my like routine. my uh, pregame routine. Yeah. Every single time is that visualization. And it's um, I've taken that over into stand-up now. If I have a huge audition or a big opportunity, yeah. I just lay the whole thing in my mind. And more times than not, I don't know whether I'm predicting the future or I'm just stepping into what already is, but it all kind of comes together. Oh my God, that's so freaking cool, Mike. Like that's fucking cool. Like <laughs> you're a total, okay. If anything comes out of this podcast, you're a fucking wizard, like a hundred percent. You're, you're a wizard. Oh, You've shit. got some like deep psychic abilities that a lot of people don't have. And it's so funny that I started talking about my friend, Brett from the, from Tom, Tom, because he's going through this exact same thing. He's no realizing that he has these abilities and he is just kind of like going with it. He's like, I have no idea what to do, but he'll come up to people or he'll be with someone or someone will come into the restaurant and he will like visually see something or he'll hear something. And now there's, there's like this running joke of like, Brett, don't talk to people about their dead grandmas. Like, don't tell them about their dead grandma because we know she's going to come through for you. Just don't like, we're, we need to stay focused. This is not the time to bring up their dead grandma. Like, because, <laughs> because he, he's just so connected, but he, he doesn't understand like how this happened or when it happened, but it's also been something with him since he was a child. And he just thought like, this was normal because when we're children, we don't think for any reason that this is not normal or that other people don't do the same things that we do because there's no one or nothing to tell us that like, that's odd or that's weird. We just think, oh, everybody on the team probably sits down and like visualizes the game before they go, you know? Like, why wouldn't you think that? Yeah, I wonder if we lose that these days, either because of just like growing older and responsibilities change or being on our phones and social. Like, I wonder how, how much of, how many people ha are like, suppressing that kind of a thing without even knowing it right and a lot of the times I feel like you know like when you're little and you see something or you say something or you hear something or whatever our parents and grandparents were typically you know engineered to be like oh okay that's interesting or oh that's cute but didn't really give us the like the the tools that we needed to nurture those things so they just naturally kind of fell dormant and i'll say this i swear when i started smoking weed that was when this shit like blew the fuck up like mm. like 
my dream, like I've always had super intense dreams always. And even when I smoke weed or eat edibles, whatever type of consumption it is with cannabis, it's full on like, just like abilities happening. And, you know, I think working with the plant spirit or working with any plant spirit, whether it's like mushrooms or cannabis or whatever, when you intentionally choose to connect with that other form of consciousness that it's like, oh, okay, well here, let me lift the veil. Let me help you out a little bit. But when we're children, we don't have that. We are just naturally open because there's nothing telling us not to be open. Like children are closer to source or where we came from than we are. So it's like vital to listen to what little kids say or remember the things that you said when you were younger because you didn't have those programs or like veils or like curtains closed yet on those things that as adults, we close them because we're like, well, that doesn't that doesn't serve me right now. So I'm just going to like shut it down. And then something like your car accident happens and you're like, whoa, that makes me remember shit from when I was little. And this happened before. So it's very interesting to like figure that out because at the end of the day, like you either do tap into it or you don't. And I feel like if we don't tap into it, sometimes that's what causes us to feel like we're blocked or we're stuck and we're not going anywhere and we're not doing the things that we want to do because we're not really listening to what, what outside is trying to tell us or what like inside is trying to tell us. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this rocks. Holy cow. Best afternoon of my life. <laughs> Same. I was looking so, so, I was so looking forward to talk to you and I had no idea why I was like giddy, giddy. I had no idea why. So I've been thinking for my my like my little half hour special I'm dropping on YouTube about opening it um, with a recording of me in the shower yeah. saying all my manifestations. But then I was second guessing it because I was like, oh, well, you know, what if they change and what if they don't come true? Is it embarrassing? Is it is it too weird to open up a thing with something like that? And talking to you is helping me have a clear understanding about like the pros and cons of doing something, I guess, kind of that vulnerable and that different yeah. and, and also putting it out there to live for as long as technology exists. That, right. it's, it's pretty, it's a, it's crazy. So I don't know if I want to do it yet, but you're helping me like kind of lean towards uh, something like that to open it up. I think that would be super awesome. I think now, especially in the rise of like comedians that have podcasts and comedians that have like other mediums of communicating with the public, just than other than stand up, I've seen more comedians than I know than before that are like coming into that metaphysical realm. Well, it's whether it's talking about paranormal shit, whether it's talking about psychic abilities or their like manifestation practices, everybody is like in the shallow end of the pool. And I don't think that some people know that they're in the pool. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, they're drowning in it, but they don't yeah. even know how to like what that they're in yeah. it to be. They're <laughs> laying down in the three foot section and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no this is fantastic i'm super like i'm just so grateful to get to chat with you and to hear this really cool shit that you're experiencing and that what's going on for you because like something told you to like leave the exorcist and go into that taylor swift concert like that was that joy that was that un like that childhood innocent and joy where it's like i don't give a shit who sees me who cares I don't have any ego about it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to enjoy this life that I have. And I mean, 
I'm I'm a I'm not gonna lie. I'm grew up in Tennessee, so of course I'm a Swifty. Like <laughs> there's something about like, and Taylor's a witch too. There's something about that music that just like it just bring, makes you happy. Like and singing, there's nothing better than singing with a bunch of people who know the song and feel the energy. Like at the end of the day, that's like what propels our manifestations forward. So you exer Swifting <laughs> literally <laughs> like propelled you it it was a catalyst for sure definitely also she is such a poised witch like her oh. is second to none it's pretty yeah. remarkable yeah it is it is very remarkable she's definitely a poised witch she's like the yeah. witch of the century for sure <laughs> <laughs> the, the other cool thing about that joke I mean I'm really proud of it and I'm really proud that it's real also because that night I filmed myself saying like at the movie theater talking about sneaking into Taylor Swift, talking about being on mushrooms. And after I posted that joke and it went viral, there were so many people who were like, is this real? Is this real? Like a uh, bullshit. Like, like they thought joke. it was a bit. Yeah. And I, and I could point to oh the actual proof of that night being like a hundred percent true. And so nobody could come at me for like inventing anything. Making something up. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Got the oh receipts. I got the receipts. I got the timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, I appreciate you so much. And I, I'm definitely, me and Brandon are definitely coming on Saturday. Um, I'm just like, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm probably going to like go in my house and find some, some old book that I have that talks about this shit and send you some photos of some shit from some books. Cause this is my literal area of expertise. And there's nothing I want more than people to be more like in tuned with their psychic abilities. So that we're all just witches and that everything's just working out better for everyone. And we're not causing our own manifestations to literally like stop because, because we're just like, Oh, well, I don't think that that's how it's going to work. And it's like, no, <laughs> That is how it's going to work. And I know it's going to work like that because I was given that idea for a reason. Wow. Yes, please. Would love to read <laughs> anything. I've learned so much chatting with you in this brief time. So thank you so much. This has been a dream. Yes. Or It's real, but it's been fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I almost said I love you. Um, I was like, well, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> That's that, like, that's that next level of like, yeah, we're, you're a wizard. I'm a witch. We just like connected on that other plane. So I thank you so much. I hope you have just like a great rest of your day. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking the time to just uh, sit and chat with me and tell me some, like, tell me some great stories about your life. Thank you. And if you're a ghost listening to this, give it a view, give it a comment, like, share, boost up that algorithm. Yes. Let the world know about this podcast. Come on now. Yes. And Roz Hernandez, if you're listening to this, get us on Ghosted. <laughs> oh, I know Roz. I love Roz. I'm such, I'm so obsessed with that show and her and living for the dead. Like you give me queers and you give me ghosts. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've literally made my life like. <laughs> oh, phenomenal. 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 I will talk to you soon and I will see you on Saturday.